Welcome back to the Laid Offside. I am your one third of hosting, and it's <laughs> Adam. It's been a while. And I'm Ryan. And I'm Baron. And this is episode number 71, entitled The Oilers Leaking Has Become a Pipeline Break. I will uh, also indicate that it's probably been like six weeks since the last one. So Yeah, I think it was the 23rd of January. Yeah, it was, was the, the day before Shirelli was fired. Yeah. And yeah. a month later, the Oilers have turned things. No. Just After kidding. I had a huge rant about they should fire Shirelli. <laughs> <laughs> and what happens? So, so what do we do next, if, boys? If things yeah. you predict are going to like happen, can you are you going to predict that the Leafs are going to have a good power play again or what? Because you just predict they'll win the Stanley Cup and, and no, that do, never do another one again. Everyone who likes Toronto's predicted that since the '60s and hasn't really gone well. Yeah, man, but this year's the year. This is, they got Tavares, man. Look I didn't say next year, yeah. man. <laughs> I think this year more than next year, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Well, I would think, yeah, this year. I, I mean, I hope they meet the Islanders in the first. I would love I hope they meet the Islanders in the first. And then so it's good. just like and this Islander beatdown. Oh, and then, like, Lee fans are like, why? And then the Isle is reborn. No, I don't care. I'm just <laughs> – I just think it would be kind of crazy and funny, <laughs> though. I really do. Yeah. So, um, guys, this just in. The Ducks suck. Which really wasn't news. They really sucked all year. They just John Gibson was playing amazing and kept and now that he's, games and won them games. And now he's playing like a normal goalie. Well, he's, well, he's out. IR, eh? He's got a oh, is con- he? he's yeah. got a concussion. Oh, well, they're, they're pretty sure there's a reason right there. Pretty sure Ryan doesn't have his notes today. Nope. Yeah, didn't have time to do my research. <laughs> my but. numbers don't indicate he has a head injury. <laughs> but he did. He got like so he had a concussion. He had something. He's been injured the last little while. But I think yeah. like literally, it's like. You know, for all the jokes to make about uh, other teams here, but the amount that the amount of people that man has carried this season, it just eventually broke him. Uh, like, there's just no way you can keep riding it, I don't think. And yeah. it's too bad because, I mean, but, but I look at the Ducks from the top down and I'm like, oh, man, that is the side effect of signing guys that got you there long term mm-hmm. after they have already used up their best years. Yeah, and someone had mentioned, too, that oh, once Corey Perry gets back, things are gonna no. It it, it was no he's, good when he was Corey in the Perry lineup last year. He's yeah. not the Corey Perry of old, yeah. and I think the game has just gotten too fast Cor- for the Ducks. Corey Perry is one too Kessler's slow. He's too old. Oh, yeah. yeah, Kessler's yeah. too slow, too old, just as dirty. And that's the problem is like they're dirty players, and I, I think they are. And I don't care what other people say. They are 100. That's the old school Vancouver dirty, Canucks, man. Yeah. Dirty team, truculence. But they can't they can't keep up to plays anymore. So now where like you would hook a guy and keep pace with him. When you hook him, you pull him down because yeah. you're moving too slow and your team looks like garbage. So that is a constant issue. I think at this stage, I've right been hearing now. rumors that uh, Vegas is interested in Getzlaff. Kel- My cousin was talking about how Calgary is potentially interested in Getzlaff too, that that's the piece people want. But I'm like, how many years does Getzlaff have left? I'm- I'll look it up. I, but I'm not. I'm not entirely sure too that like are he's you, had a terrible year. Yeah, he he, he's good. had a terrible couple of years, and I like Getzlaff has. I think he was decent last year. He was he? okay last year, but I don't think he was. What he we wasn't Ryan Getzlaff. No, no. no. Right, and but that's be, exactly he what could you be want. Helpful on a team going for the cup. If he's your third line, third center, or fourth line guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think like the game has. The game. The game has changed drastically since that heavy era, and they were from a. From that era of heavy, kind of hard nose working type style, you know, and 
it's difficult um, to adjust when you're those slower players. Well, look at L.A. Like, it's the exact same thing with L.A. Like, a bunch of big, slow, old guys with long contracts. Same deal, yeah. It's the same thing. They dominated for a while. And back when, uh, you know, it wasn't all about speed. And uh, it got them a couple cups, but now they're paying for it. So, yeah. Well, uh, gets last contract um, six mil, right? He's three, so three more, like including this year, three more years at no uh, eight point two five million. Here's the question: cool. Is that a back diving concert contract, where it'd be eight million in cap space, but only like three million in actual money? Oh, I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I can't this remember. I don't that. think it is. Like, I think. Kovalchuk's was one of the last ones, wasn't it? Like, there's not many of those backdoor contracts left in the league. Like, I, like unless you're talking, uh, like, is it actually against the salary cap or just well, what ha- like the amount they actually have to pay him? Well, that's bonuses. what I'm saying. The way the backdoor contracts work is the salary cap hit is lower than it should have been, and bonuses are higher. And oh. I'm higher, but at the end of the contract, you pay them less and less. So if I say I'm going to pay you uh, 50 mil over five years, or sorry, over 10 years. I'm paying you maybe 10 mil the first year, and then each year oh, I pay I you less and less and less, gotcha. and then it averages over, so yeah, it's an average I'm cap not sure. hit. doesn't say. But every year against the salary cap, it's 8.25 mil. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. Yeah, who the F is going to take that stupid contract on at this point? Anaheim would probably have to retain some money, I would think. Yeah, and, what's, and I mean, honestly, if you're Anaheim, you don't really have anything. Getzlaff's probably not the piece you want to move, but you're not going to move those other pieces out. Corey Perry is not going to be wanted by places. Like even in a third line role, he's too expensive now, and he's just doesn't produce. And I think there was hope that he would get better, but he really hasn't. He's kind of dropped off. Uh, yeah, Kessler's I think, past his time. Yeah. Well, and I think well, people they're are all gonna... in their 30s, right? So Perry's 33, Getzlaff is 33, Kessler's 34. Like they're all yeah. past their prime. Well, and another thing is that's not what teams are going to be targeting. They're going to be targeting players like Raquel, um, Silverberg, Lindholm, uh, Fowler, Gibson. Those are the players they want. And the question is how how big a hole does Anaheim want to dig? Because, you know, another guy that would have been a popular guy to have on that team, they got rid of already for Devin Shore. Um, and it it was Andrew Cogliano who's a, yeah. a solid third line winger, right? So yeah, center, I, I, he'll probably move Silverberg. He's a no, I thought it was winger, he's sorry. a UFA uh, after this year. So yeah, I, I doubt he was going to want to sign in. Uh, like he's probably not going to sign in Anaheim. So might as well get rid of him, get something back for him. Yeah, exactly. Like, if they're going to do a full on rebuild, I mean, he's already twenty eight, so he won't be. But how do you really how do you help. rebuild? with those death contracts attached to you. Like, those are nooses in this day and age now. Yeah. You have to yeah, like, find a way. Those guys but, aren't retiring. Like I said, Toronto was able to get rid of David Clarkson's contract, so I mean, right. anything's possible. Right, so, but how how did they get rid of David Clarkson's contract? Uh, it was... I remember they, It this. was Nathan Horton that they brought in. Right, they, they got a contract that was uninsured on a player who was injured and couldn't Play. play and at, who had Nathan Horn's contract was that Columbus Columbus, Columbus yeah. so they'd rather Columbus would rather Clarkson. pay for a contract and have a player actually in their lineup than yes. pay for a contract yeah. and, and not and have a not player. Be able to play and so that's a lucky situation who yeah. who else has that similar situation going on right now Edmonton 
They don't have an uncontracted. Oh, guy. sorry, I thought no, you meant you it, talking it, about it, it? as the same as, as Anaheim. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm yeah, not sure. that's why I mean, it's not the things, the conditions that allowed for like them who to has, move. Who has someone on uh, LTIR on a big contract that, that wants the, that a player and the owner is oh, cheap and, and okay. doesn't want to have to pay for that? Right, player that was like not that was like Pronger as well with the uh, right, but Pronger's was insured, so mm-hmm. Pronger the, the team doesn't pay for it; they pay a percentage of it. Oh, exactly, it'd be interesting to to see because I. Off the top of my head, I can't think of any. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right now, yeah. And, like, anyone with an LTIR that they need covered, like, they're not – who are they going to – you're going to want Corey Perry instead than the LTIR? Wouldn't you rather just have that cap space open? Like – You would think the cap space is more valuable, especially uh, – In modern in cl- climate, climate right I now, would, yeah. I would think the cap is way more, uh, way more valuable. Absolutely. I would agree. Um, so what about Carlisle? Uh, he was fired. time. Well, exactly, but like, it sh- maybe should this have not have been done a little sooner? Was it his fault the team's bad? Uh, no. Oh my God, it's not Hitchcock's fault either that the Edmonton Depends Oilers to bad. score. Exactly, it's not his fault. Two times, it's not his fault that uh, the team's bad. Randy Carlyle was supposed to just retire, and they were supposed to replace him, but the team was doing so bad he was getting yeah. all the blame. But I just, I honestly can't believe that that's all on him. They've chosen to, like, not bring a lot of their guys up. They've had tons of injuries. They're just not getting the things that they need. So, But, I mean, that's just how it goes. The team performs poorly. The first person to go is, is the, coach. the coach. Agreed. Yeah. Again, GM trying to find. Or you can't, a GM doesn't generally fire themselves. So, so exactly, right? They try to put the blame on someone else and try to get a spark or something, right? So, yeah. Well, and then we go over to Edmonton, and the day after we released our last podcast, um, he was fired uh, in the second intermission. The team listened to me. They heard my and my rants. How's that plan working out for, for them, Ryan? How, how have things improved since yeah. then? Hey, man. Hey, man. Worse. Can't get any worse. Oh, don't say that. Else. They can <laughs> always get worse. <laughs> don't shit yourself. They can Although, of course, really gave kind of like an F you on the way out oh, and no, signed Koskinen to that contract. Well, like, the, th- the weird thing is to sign him to that contract – Right before you're fired, and then them to say, "Oh yeah, no, we, we, we did that as a group," and then people are like, well, "Why are they playing Talbot?" Well, the only reason they're playing Talbot is to open up cap space. They want to trade Talbot, yeah, and move that. Koskinen hasn't out. played great lately either. Well, he hasn't hardly played. But you're right. The last couple of games he played, he he wasn't good. But I, I do think Koskinen's a fine goaltender, and I don't think it's a thick goaltender market. You're not going to get Bobrovsky. Varlamov is not an improvement. Varlamov has been terrible this year. So after that, like you're either bringing in Bernier or um, Howard. Like I just don't see those necessarily as improvements. Either. Howard's well, Howard's, Howard, right. Howard's actually had a, a good year on a bad Detroit team, but yeah, I, I know. But still, like you want to sign that I mean, guy that's, to like a five-year I mean, the deal? goalies. I mean, the goalies an issue, but I mean, goalies is like really for the new GM coming in. I think their their big concern will be trying to shed some of those contracts. Yeah. Like, I mean, that should be priority number one. Like, if you can get rid of Lucic's contract. Yeah. There's I mean, some bad Yeah, ones. it's not even just his. Like, I think... It's not just I, his, I but his is the biggest one. His is the biggest one, so it gets the most attention. But the truth is, you're probably looking at three or four smaller contracts like that, that you need to... Well, Petrovic is done after this year, no matter what. You're looking at so contracts like Chris Russell, like Zach Cassian, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, and I think Russell's fine. I think Russell's one of their best defensemen. But the problem becomes is that he's probably paid overpaid. a little too much. And if yeah. you look at every contract on the Oilers, you're probably saying he's overpaid a little too much. Yeah. So except like, for McDavid. Except for McDavid. Yeah. He's underpaid. Oh, for sure. And, and Dreisaitl will be underpaid. 
like I think to, even now he's under or he's underpaid. Oh, I'm with you, but I don't know five. that other people do. Uh, but what I'd say though is that if you look right, at their it, bit, their big argument is what can he do without McDavid? He can still, Which is, right? he can but he still, still produce, can produce. Though. I would agree. He produces pretty yeah. consistently with or without McDavid. He just they just produce better, better. together. Yeah. Um, and I think the other part of it becomes at the end here is that once you move out some of those other contracts, you can like if I look back to the Oilers and you say like what's happened here, the Oilers bet a lot on youth, thinking that the things that they had, the guys that they had, were going to step in and, and be able to play, and they weren't. Leadership, Last year, yeah. they thought well not leadership Blame even him. skill. They when they you know when they traded Taylor Hall and brought in Lucic, they got Paul Yarvi as a fourth. Like they they were feeling that that those things were going to suck up goals, right? And it, Poyarvi hasn't produced, so those goals never appeared. Yep. And Lucic has fallen off, so those goals haven't appeared. So you've lost skill there in that sense. And Ty then the Ratty, other they were kind of hoping, right? Ty Ratty, yeah. right? season, he like, hasn't really turned out. He hasn't turned out. He's injured now. Yamamoto. But he, he, but Yamamoto hasn't turned out yet, so he's still back in the minors. And so last year when Secker got injured, they said, no, we're going to bet on our youth to step up. It couldn't do it. This year they basically had to bet on their youth again. And it didn't work. And next year, you know what they have to do? Bet on their fucking youth. <laughs> yeah. Although, but I like mean, Caleb Jones, the- if you take a look, for yeah. instance, I think we saw some sparks of, you know, potential great Radius defender player. there, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I, I think he could be a valuable asset as a defenseman for sure for the future. Yeah. Now, Nicholson he's not even the say- best. He's not even the best defenseman on the team right now. What's his name? G- uh, Gambardelli or whatever his name is. Is uh. Is actually isn't he a forward? Uh, it's not Gambardelli then. One of their other defensemen uh, ha- was an All Star this year for the AHL. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember who he is or his name. I'm just blanking right now. But he put up a ton of numbers, so he's actually doing better than the other guys. But he didn't get a call up, so something to think about. Now, Bob Nicholson did say in his press conference that they would they would keep the young players in the AHL yeah. for longer than they Stewing, have marinating, yeah. stew them, marinate them, and bring them up when they're actually ready. So, I mean, if they're going to do that. Does that mean that they're not bringing up Puliyarvi and Yamoto next year? Well, no. In which case, then how are you filling those spots? Puliyarvi, Puliyarvi is on year. Th- this is year three this year, correct? Of his LT or of his contract. Yes. So he needs a new contract anyway. So I doubt he's going to be in the AHL next year. Right. Yamamoto. Uh, Yamamoto's in his third year. You never know. It'll depend how he is and if he's ready. Yeah. Um, I. But think it's not a bad idea truth- to let them. Well, that's that's fine, but the truth is, is then you have to have cap space to be able to sign guys, and you have to be able to sign them for a short enough time that when those other guys are ready, they can step in. So, how do you do that? The only things, like if I look at the Oilers and you say, what's what can you actually like let go of and trade that might give you something or help you? The only thing I can think of is Matt Benning, because Matt Benning has positive numbers in a third line role, like a third defensive pair role, and. When somebody steps up, whether that's Caleb Jones, the other guy, Ethan Bear, uh, Bouchard, who's all probably automatic to make the team next year, if yeah. one of those guys just gets to play, then you don't actually need Matt Benning anymore. You and could that. let him go because you're stuck with Sekera. You have your other four defensemen are locked, five defensemen are locked in yeah. there. So you could maybe move Russell, if, but I mean, you're probably still going to hold some cash there. So your defense is going to take a step back and bet on youth again. Yeah. So your only part you can move is Matt Benning because he's at $2 million for one year, not a loss. 
and you can maybe get an okay draft pick, like yeah. a fourth or fifth. Do you think the Oilers are going to be sellers or buyers at trade deadline? Sellers. I think they're going to be sellers, yeah. I think they're going to be sellers. So you think agree. they'll sell Chason? I would sell uh, yeah. Chason. Yeah, I, I would too. sell Alex would Chason. Too. If he's interested in signing, he he's can. He's having a career year. But he's also not really produced many goals since December. Yeah. So he's dropped off. And yeah, he's a utility player. And he's a $600,000 guy you can fit under your cap for cheap. Mind you, that's exactly what they thought was going to happen with Pat Maroon last year, and nobody was interested. Only one team was really interested, and that was New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah. Who else is a UFA next year? Yeah, it, it's... Uh, Raddy's a UFA. Brad Malone. Brad Malone will probably be gone. Petrovic. I don't think anyone's going to take him. Petrovic, I think they want to move. They're stuck with Manning again. That's probably your sixth, which you're paying $2 million for. Gravel. Gravel, gravel, I like. I, I, I think gravel you would keep, and you try to get him signed to oh, a long-term and deal. And obviously, the big one's Cam Talbot. Yeah, Talbot will be gone. Uh, yeah, he's already, they've already he's moved gone. on from Talbot. Two years of him being sub nine twenty. He he's just not the goaltender you hoped he was going to be. Yeah, and he I had think he'll one go to a hell team. of a year. That was it. Yeah, he was even rough the year before that. But he'll go yeah. to a team with a better defense, and, and he'll, be fine. he'll be a fine goaltender. He'll have a good career. Like Dubnik. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Dubnik changed his style. I don't yes. know. I don't think. Do that, you think there's going to be interest for Cam Talbot? Like, do you think the why would you why would you trade for Cam Talbot on a four mil hit? Why would you bother to trade for him when in three months he's not going to have a contract? Well, and he's not going to have any obligations. If you feel he's better than your backup you currently have, and you want to go for a run at the cup, but like, does anyone is actually he, feel is that he Talbot, actually better than? Well, that's, better, but that's yeah. what I'm asking. Like, do you think that the Oilers will actually be able to get? Assets for Talbot, or are they going to uh, lose him this offseason? I think that's why they've played him this last little while, and all it's done is just. And it, yeah, it's not it all helped. on him because really, it's not his fault that there's two defenders in front of him that have the puck. Like, but at the end of the day, puck stops at him. Yeah. yeah. So, it's just going to be that way. So I, I don't think they can move him. That's why I think Matt Benning's your best bet. Yeah. Move him. You have young guys you can play. And Chase, I think they can find and Chase some on. Chase yep. on for sure. He's and also, uh, I wouldn't here. put past Ka- a Cassian move as well. I wouldn't uh, put past I Cassian. Don't, I think he makes too much money. I like yeah. Cassian. And also, you know what? My problem with Cassian isn't that he's a bad player. People look at him like he's a bad player, and so he gets penalties nonstop. Well, he, yeah. And There's it doesn't matter what he does, he will he's get a penalty. He's only 1.95 million. Who? Cassian? Cassian? Yeah. Yeah, but for a fourth line guy, is that what you want? One point five nine. You want to put two mil on a fourth uh, line I guy? I guess not. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, it really is. Spit. Well, oh, but he's still next year too, so he's not a UFA. There you go. So there would like also Cassian. be interest. Yeah, well, he can play up and down your line, but you know, like since if you look at all the things people complained about Todd McClellan with for the Oilers, yeah, you can watch Ken Hitchcock do the exact same thing now. They're playing with new guys every night. Lineups change oh, every drives, game. Oh, that drives me nuts. There's no consistency. None. Uh, what did you guys think about Hitchcock's comments the other day? I think they're fair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He can't. He can't go out and win the game. It's up he, to the players. He probably Do you think wants he threw to win. Players under the bus no. a little. Well, well why? Yeah. Like, what have they done? Kind of separate himself from the results. Wouldn't you? Well, I don't know. Usually oh, there was talk thinking. The there was even talk today thinking about, uh, like, oh, is he going to walk from the team? No, like, but uh, that was like. I don't see that, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, but, like, uh, it's it's just, like, an interesting perspective. But, you know, it's it's okay for a coach to do that every once in a while, especially if your team's playing as shitty as they are right now. Mm-hmm. Especially over the last seven, they won one. 
I think, though, too, right? like, if, if you look at it, like, Hitchcock was kind of a lock on that winning streak to probably be re-signed for at least one more year. Oh, absolutely. And now how bad the teams play, they're like, do you yeah, really want to give them yeah, that chance? Yeah, it didn't really happen. Yeah, you gave the team a little jolt or something there, and then that was it. I, I honestly think regular. they need to go to a younger coach again. Uh Bring back Dallas Eakins. No, no, not yeah. <laughs> I don't, th- I don't think I Eakins hope, was a good fit it, for him. And the funny part, too. Like, e- they're like, Eakins is doing so good with the, the San golf, Diego. San yeah. Diego. He's going to inherit an awful, awful Anaheim team. Is, and like, it's going to be the same be shit a, a, on a different team. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, like, honestly, whether he's be a good coach or not, he's not going to be able to fix that. That mess is made. You need to bring in a coach and a GM. I don't, like, I don't know that... that are going to understand that maybe next year is still going to be a bit of a rough year to kind of get they got to fix sell. some of those issues. Yeah, I figure. Right. Well, the it's going to be I a think, lot of pain. The thing I yeah. I would have <laughs> thought, but I would have thought Hancock. this year that next year was the year where things would get better, and and this is for the Ducks, right? No, actually, I'm talking about the Oilers. The Oilers but I thought next year would be the year things would get better. Yeah. But the truth is, is at this stage, I don't know that that's true, and I will also make the point to you that. Uh, at the end of the day, once once all this stuff has kind of happened and, and gone forth, wh- whoever comes in, they have a mess because of how when Shirelli left, like he he put them he put them really to it, like he put the screws to them on the way out. Well, they definitely have the cap crunch, right? And so the the GM's going to have to be very creative on how to try to get rid of some of those contracts and free up some space. And okay, how would how would you do it? I honestly don't know, man. There's, there's you have it's no either, idea. You've never thought about it. I have. It's it's either like what we said with with how the Leafs and Columbus made that pact, or they have to make a deal where they retain some salary, or they make a trade and bring back another bad contract, but like a shorter okay. bad contract. I'll pitch, I'll, pitch a, I'll pitch a weird one to you. I'll okay. pitch a weird one to you. Uh, Lucic to Calgary for James Neal and the Oilers hold two mil salary. Four mil, four mil swap. I think that'd be a nice change for both of them. Uh, and James Neal is having major struggles fitting in in can, Calgary. Can score? No. Nope, can exactly. play? Can Although play he, top he started to score lately, but yeah. But not know. not yeah. James Neal pace. Or when does Seattle? When does Seattle start up? Not this next season, but season after. Right? Twenty twenty. Yeah. You're gonna give up a draft pick. You so give them, Seattle you give them your first Lucy's? round draft pick to take. <laughs> Honestly, you give them your first round draft pick to. If you can't get rid of them next year, if you can't find any takers for whatever reason. Then you give Seattle your first round draft pick to take Lucic's contract. Lucic has a ninety five point season with Seattle. <laughs> yeah. It would just happen. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That is the uh, that is the curse. But honestly, like, like when when the Leafs had Clarkson's contract, Phaneuf's contract. Yeah, they got out of it. They got they they found a way. So I mean, there there's going to be a way. But well, where there's a will, there's a way for sure. What it is is they're not going to get a lot of assets back or any assets back, or they're going to have to give up assets. So but it's it's think, going to set the team back a little to be able to move forward. But I think you can give up certain assets. I think you can give up some of your defensive prospects. Drafting Bouchard has literally pushed one of Caleb Jones or Ethan Bear out. If this other kid is as good or better than them, then at least one to two of them are expendable. Right. And you can move those guys out. And if they're moved out, that can give you something. But what is it going to give you? Are you going to, like, is, is Caleb Jones or Ethan Bear going to pull up a top-line winger? Probably not. So you're going to have to, like, I think your best bet, my plan of what I would do is I, I wouldn't... Okay, you said you were going to buy people out. How about you actually go over that quickly? Why buying would, Lucic who would, out would yeah, work. You would buy Lucic out or you'd buy someone else out? What was your plan, Adam? Um, oh, I... Um, 
I, I think you have to buy someone out. Um, hmm. And my thought is, but what what's the process there? You have to pay a certain percentage of it. You pay you pay them out, and it's the the, the amount you owe someone. So if you owe if I owe you two million, it's yeah. cut in half and split over the amount double of years. amount of time. Yeah, yeah. So double the amount of time. Yeah. So uh, if I if you were a four million guy that. on four years, it would be. Two mil over eight. Right. You I don't read, want to do that with Lucic. I had Lucic. read an article about buying out Lucic, it's, and I don't remember the exact contract, but it's buyout proof contract. Because of all that, yeah. Oh, that too. Okay. And then well, if, because he's, if he's it was, hit, but it, was like, it wouldn't save you much money. It you were going to be like a million. You bucks. were going to say it, which was he has all those bonuses. Right. But that's what I mean. That's why it's a buyout proof contract. Oh, so you're not moving him until after you pay out that that bonus, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be. It'll take some creativity. It'll take. Uh, Legison, that's the defenseman. Uh, L. Day? No. Oh, Le- sorry, Legison. I was just looking up. Because uh, uh, this guy has 27 points, this L. Day. i got to find his first one. He is the highest-scoring defenseman on the Condors. Oh, this is back to that HL player. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. This is what I have. Which I also don't think. It, yeah, I see that. Okay. And uh, but the one I was trying to remember oh, was. Oh, yeah, Legelson. I think it was Legelson. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe. Well, it is. and then Ethan Bear and Caleb Jones are ahead of him by two points. But this, this uh, day character. This silent, guy has twenty-seven points in. Forty-four games. That's, that's decent. Oh, but like Caleb Jones, has. 19 and 28. Oh, my God, yeah. These guys are good. They got a good team, man. Sweet. Yeah. Great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know um, where you guys are But who do, you, who do you buy out? If, if anyone, okay, if, if I were to buy someone out then, I would buy someone like Manning out. I would too. You know, that's the 2.5 or 2 million that you're getting spread out. That's that's not a big And it's only hit. two years, so it's <clears> up to four. Right, so it's four. Correct, and it still opens up a million. I wouldn't bring back Ty Ratty. I'd let him go. That's Me two too. million you've opened up. I agree. Up. Um, then I would say you're probably, I, I think you have to be careful signing Chase on because that could be your two mil right there. So then I think you're better off to grab a bunch of, just like you did this year, a bunch of PTOs to camp. And hope for the best because if you do that, at least then maybe you have a chance of uh, pulling up some decent players like you did. You have to gamble a little bit here. You know what I do? I go to the Leafs and be like, "Hey, you want to write shot defenseman? You want Chris Russell?" Oh Christ! But like, I would go to Mike Babcock and not Dubis, and just be like, "Hey, put this in Dubis's ear." But Chris, take take Chris Russell. Chris Russell is a good hockey player. He's, he's, he's a Babcock type player. Oh, like look at this! Du- look at this guy he's singing a, a different Dubis tune. He was shitting on Russell. He's he's a great months ago. No, no, he's a great shot blocker. Like he's he exactly he's what exactly Polak what... was and yeah. what Hainsey is for the Leafs. He's a workhorse. The man. problem with the Oilers but is Dubis likes the analytics and the skill, and that's not Russell. The Oilers don't have the depth to actually give up defensemen. That's the other problem. So if you're well, going to you give up, you just said you already got your right. Your but top. You I said there's Clefbaum, Larson, Nurse, Russell, Benning. Well, well, then you bring up Sekera. So Sekera, th- and so you, you bring, got four, so you don't then, need Russell. Gravel. And then you're going to have well, Gravel will probably be gone. But then your thing is like Gravel doesn't replace Sekera or uh, place that. You don't know if Sekera can place top minutes anymore because no one's really seen him in forever. Well, so you're stuck with some stuff. So that's why I say you 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 trade Brendan Manning. Um, you bring up one of those guys. The rest stay in the AHL. 
then you give them the new contracts and then you try to move them after one more year. Right. But you hold that top four core there or that top five core because you need that group to now, work around. I know Brandon Manning's going to save you $1 million. Yeah, exactly. That's all it'll do. Yeah, and it, because but, it's, it's something. But, but it's, a million dollar loss on your cap doesn't hurt you. I mean, you guys have been paying Phil Kessel two million a year to... No, to I'm just saying it doesn't you know? open up a lot of space either. That's no, what I'm saying. No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. like, you got to look at the big contracts, right? So, like... You're not no, going to get rid of Larson or Clefbaum. Buy out those. No, no, not to buy out. Sorry, just to get rid off off your roster. Yes, but you still have to give something up. Yes. Yeah. So what yeah. could you give up? Well, you're not gonna. No one's gonna take a six million contract and then another guy with high amounts. So you're either giving up. No, Evan, you're having. You're to either give up giving something. up Evan Bouchard. Yeah. Or, or taking back some sort of bad contract. Or you're too. taking back another bad contract. And I oh, think here you go. Gonna, Trade uh, Lucic for Perry. Straight up. Ugh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> they both play third line minutes, so I mean, does it matter? Uh, Perry's one of those Never guys. Know. That's, you know, Perry, if Perry's one of those guys that can stand in front of the net, actually doesn't mind working there. Also, like, he's such. You a, never know. He's like, also such a dick that maybe the team would rally around him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Anaheim would like that. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Maybe they're still into their truculence. Matt Benning is all you can trade. You've heard it here first, people. And at least Perry's contracts for only three more years instead of six. Yeah. Yeah, so if you were the Ducks, you wouldn't take that. Let's get slower and bigger. That makes but so it's sense. less per year, or it's yeah. uh, more per year he's paid. So It'll be interesting to see what happens, yeah, to be completely honest. I honestly don't know how deadline. they're going to do it. But who do you think is going to be the GM? Oh. Uh, it sounds like Kelly McCrimmon. I would I Does would it? bet money on it. Will the fact that his Hunter? name, him and Hunter seem to be the top two. That's the two but exactly if what you, I was thinking if you listen to Oilers Radio, there's always talk about how they need to have a western connection or understand what life's like in edmonton etc 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 and that would give kelly mccrimmon that little bit of an edge uh, also he's been pursued by lots of places so uh, and i think it's gonna be one of the two that's that's what i think it'll be him um yeah those are the names i've heard those are the only two but then all of a sudden about. wayne gretzky swoops in and he uh, becomes but see, GM. Gretzky doesn't want that yeah, shit. No. Gretzky yeah, just no. wants to like go places, have people love him, and give make him wine and, and get drunk. Yeah, like he he drinks whiskey <laughs> everywhere. That's all he does is just pound whiskey. So that's just where he's at. Well, that's yeah. fine. So why would you want all that extra responsibility? He can fly anywhere. He can bugger off because he can handle with his boys. He gets thirty thousand bucks to do that anyway. He can handle with his his brother and all his buddies. And I think when he went back into hockey and he coached. Soured him it on the killed, game. Yeah, for I think such so a long too. time. I think so too. I that's exactly what I was going to say. I was being I sarcastic. No, you weren't because you don't know how to be sarcastic. Anyways, <laughs> what's next? Have you ever walked a mile in Keith Gretzky's shoes? He's been in the shadows for years. Well, he's going Ryan. back to it because he's not going to be after this. <laughs> Nothing says old boys club like. Fun. Hiring your best players. Brother. Oh, like wouldn't that be the thing? It's like, oh, it's, we're not an old boys club, but we're bringing Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. Would probably... Oh, and then our head coach, Mark Messier. Hey, man, Messier. Uh, Messier would shot. be a hell of a leader, I think. And uh, boys would listen to him. Yeah, they, he does deserve a shot. <laughs> There's a story about him slamming Tikkanen against the wall in the Stanley Cup. But the finals. team would get out. The team would get fat eating all those lace. Oh, is chips. it really? Yeah, Tikkanen went out partying, and uh, he came out and grabbed him and slammed him against the wall and yelled if you ever do that again i'll beat the crap out of you and all the rookies were like oh my god and that was uh that was 94 there we go yeah messi didn't take shit from no one either he played with you for that rangers yes 94 was rangers that's when they won the cup that's when they won the cup they were just celebrated that's right 
You know what? That's an Gracing Oilers team. Oilers. That is an Oilers team there right there. I was like, you know, I was like, Glenn Anderson. And then Wayne Gretzky like just Messier. missed the boat. It's when did he join the Rangers? 96? Yeah, he was a couple Somewhere years. Somewhere around there. Like yeah. He just he, missed he the went, boat. Was 96 when he was with the Blues, actually? He was with the Blues for one year, right? Yeah, yeah, for like the like the part of a season. But yeah. what, you sh- like, was that 96? I'm not sure what year. Because he retired in 99. So I'm not sure how many years he was with well, the Rangers. Well, 93 was He was still LA. with L.A. Yeah, 93. Cause so 89 to, to 93, final. wasn't it? Or in 93. But no, he played more years there. He was there for like five or six years. Yeah. What's next? Um, St. Louis. The surge of St. Louis. For a team that everyone thought was down and out, the fact that the Pacific, or oh, not the Pacific, oh, that the West the is such West. garbage. You can go on a little, <laughs> you can be terrible. little win streak, and all of a sudden you're in the playoffs. That's exactly it. That's what's Absolutely. problematic for the Oilers. But, I mean, they all it is win. is they were playing that, what's his name, Bennington, right? The goalie? Yes. So they're actually getting goaltending, some... and then Tarasenko is playing like Tarasenko Finally. Yeah, that took a long time this year. I don't yeah. know why. Whether it's adjusting to a player. I still think Ryan O'Reilly's cursed. Whatever team he plays for is just sewer. He's been playing good this year, though. Yeah, he has. He has been. But his, his the team curse. suck, Just though. like Hall has the curse of like, getting the first overall pick, except for last year. You know what, man? Like, It'll Hall, happen again this year. Hall carried that team last year, and he can't do it this year because guys are it's aware of him now. Well, and he's yeah, well, that he's Hall hurt. Of fame? He's well, hurt. Well, I know, but even when he wasn't hurt, how was he doing? He good. He was over a point again. I don't think he was doing that great, man. He was over a point He got again. benched. He got benched by his head coach. Benched. Did he? Yes. Yeah, he did. He got benched. Like, he... he guys are aware of Taylor Hall now in ways that they never were. They know where he is. They know what he's doing. And they're going to be on him. They're going to ride him. And he cheats high looking for a breakout pass. And if you can't get that breakout pass to him, he's in trouble. So Taylor Hall has 37 points in 33 games played, but he is a minus six. There There you go. go. His career is minus 28. Yeah, but he played for the Oilers. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair enough, especially in... uh, I love Taylor Hall. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. He was legitimately the best hockey player we had till Connor McDavid. Hands down. And, And not even, like, close. Like he was so and, far back. And he wanted to stay in Edmonton and yeah. be a part of the he solution. Was pissed that he yeah, he was pissed he got traded because he knew that the team was going to be good. Huh. Jokes on them. <laughs> but you know what? They still the Oilers still needed defense, and he was the piece that could get it. But I, like I said, I don't think anyone valued Taylor Hall either. So, but now they know him. You can't just do like you did before. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But still, thirty-seven and thirty-three is like not horrible for yeah. point production. No, so it's then, not. But if you're great. letting up goals and you're never in the like when we watched him play Winnipeg, when they were scoring, he was high in the neutral zone when his team was getting scored on, because he was just doing the lazy play, He's waiting for it. He wasn't coming back. He wasn't offense, playing defensive. Not playing. Correct. There's and that's how Ovechkin that. used to play yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, we got a penalty shot by Connor McDavid here. Ooh, what's the score? Still 2-1? I can't see yeah. on your phone. I, I don't think there is one if you pay attention here, Adam. I got a notification on my phone. There you go. Oh, delay. But I'll watch it, so yeah. it doesn't matter. I'll let you guys know how it goes. Anyways, you bastard. Ruin the Anyways, surprise. uh, yeah. So. It's a big delay because it's still going. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Well, the live games are always delayed, but I might actually be paused. It doesn't matter, though. Uh, yeah. Ooh, penalty there shot. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look why do you keep pointing at the computer? Was... Like, <laughs> why are you just doing weird things? Like, <laughs> point yeah. at the computer. I used to be a rap. Damn it. I know that's all the, the hand signals. That's the <laughs> goal <laughs> signal. Like, thanks, uh, Adam. Damn it. Murray, Murray. 
makes the save. Why don't you just like not wreck it for Dude, us since yeah. we're just watching it? Oh, okay, sure. He's worst. gonna score. He's gonna score. You're the worst. Thank God. This is about the worst podcast we've ever done. That's why I don't get one of those Budweiser lights because I hear that uh, it can be totally delayed. Yeah. And if it's opposite way, it goes off before the goal actually happens. Like I would just. You can't trust like you can't trust watching online feed. or technology. It's just always potentially a little behind. I do realize though that they now delay the end of game on here to match up with their uh, with their feed ending online. Because if I watch it, the game's done on TV, and then I get the notification when I'm watching it online just after the game ends. Yeah. Okay, so here's Anyways, another question I have for you. You've learned something about Sportsnet. Okay, we've got a heavy race for the wild card here. Um, we've got a little bit of separation. Who is going to make the playoffs out of these teams? We've got St. Louis in the first wild card position. We've got Minnesota in the second wild card position with no, 59 points. Um, are they? I'll say they're out because they lost Koivu. They're oh, out. Okay. They're not going to yeah. last. Okay, we got I Vancouver agree. with 57. They're I think maybe. they're out as well. I, I think they're a maybe. Yeah. They got, um, they what's, got what's the goaltending situation? DiPietro played last night. Oh, and he I, got Or two nights ago against the Sharks, shellac. and he got Yeah, he did. Up. Is Markstrom back? I think he's back. Though. That's the thing I, I hate, know. though. People are like, oh, you, like if a team loses to the Sharks, you're like, oh, your team sucks. It's like, no, no, the Sharks, sharks are, are ridiculously unreal. good. They have three number one defensemen. Yeah. Oh, but all the teams are like so Okay, and then we got Arizona, 55 points. Yeah, Arizona's turned it on. There's talk of Rick Tockett getting uh, a Coach of the Year nomination. Okay, and then Colorado, 55 points. Colorado has fallen off They've the bandwagon. They time. remind me of the Leafs that year that they uh, went off the was a the uh, the truck went off the cliff or whatever. Burke oh said. yeah, yeah. It's like eighteen that. wheeler. Like, oh, like they were. Yeah, they were. They so, were like first place in the in their division yeah. at let's, one point. Let's time travel a bit here. Do yep. you remember a couple years ago? Yeah. When Patrick Watt took over the team and they made the playoffs and they were looking like the hottest, yeah, hottest I do thing. remember that. And we, then the next year they went to complete garbage. Yep. Everyone's like they were playing beyond their numbers. Yep. And then Calgary went the same thing. They would win games in the third period, score a bunch of goals last minute, and then things went to hell. Yes. And then yep. that was the argument made for Edmonton too, like they were just playing way above their actual skill. I think last year was a resurgence of that. I think this is the one line team is fine as long as your other lines aren't leaking goals. You need some secondary score. You do, and they're not finding it. No. Their back end is offensively built, but not defensively built. Yeah. They're a team that would actually probably do better off to take uh, Chris Russell to at least have some back protection there, but they also need better yeah. goaltending. They don't really have it. There's no sexy goaltender there, man. Yeah. Like Maybe they should try to get Bobrovsky. Okay, what about well? I, I don't know, man. Like the rumor, one of the rumors is is that he's uh, where was it? This is goalie Florida. Uh, well, Florida's one Florida is one. Florida's a big rumor for both of them. Yeah, but there was I can't remember what the other city was where they were saying like he might go there. It was actually in Thirty One Thoughts today. Oh, haven't read. Where he had talked about how like uh, there was a a potential chance that Panarin. Let me take a look here. Okay, big hunters for Panarin are Calgary. Chicago on that list? Oh, these are the big hunters in general. Okay. Calgary, Islanders, Nashville, and Winnipeg. Um, and Boston, potentially, are ones looking for guys. Boston could use them, yeah. Florida's interested in trading Jonathan. Oh, it was, it was L.A. He's like, L.A. could be a landing spot for them. because like it In has, the offseason. Right. Or, or during the trade. Well, I don't know. If, if he's going to sign man. for you, does it matter? I imagine well, he wouldn't want to go to a non-playoff up, team. Well, yeah, and you're giving up assets for where you could get him just for cash. Yeah, that yeah. makes more sense. But either way, like, Panarin ain't going to be in Columbus. If I was Columbus, I would trade him now and get whatever would you? I could. Oh, absolutely. He's not going to resign with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So no interest in signing with you. 
like, would you say Columbus has a shot this year? The way that the team's formed right now, mm, I think they're I'd a good so. team. I don't think they're a Stanley Cup winner. I think they're potentially up there. Like, I, don't think, I think the Islanders are playing above what they actually are. Sure, I agree. So with I don't that. think I, I really don't think Islanders are for real. But if that can carry you to the second round of the playoffs, sometimes that's further than the, the, so like, the Columbus ever goes. Wa- like Pittsburgh's been struggling. Like it's, it's like to me, it's between Washington and Columbus. I I but think, like if okay wait you know, what do you, so like Columbus would lose their top point getter and potentially their their starting goaltender going into the playoffs right. like you're basically well trade him pooched. now and get something good in return get that but then then you would be him. basically admitting okay they, like we're not probably going to do it this year and let's retain assets for next year unless well, I guess you can bring in some big Oilers names like back but, uh, Smith but yeah you're right but I mean wouldn't isn't something better than nothing depends if you're all in it for this year or not. Yeah, you know, like I, it's probably smarter to get assets back. Is Columbus a franchise that can handle a six-year losing skit? No, like not being good. I don't know if m- many teams in the states. That's what can I handle think. that. I don't think American teams really are built. for No, that. because I and you're gonna get the uh, you're you're gonna lose a fan base pretty quick. Uh, you saw it in Atlanta. You saw it in. Atlanta again, yeah. and you know uh, you see but these teams the dying thing, in is, the states' markets. Is the market going to be happy with like a first round exit again? Well, you, know, you can't or, guarantee no, no. beyond that with the team you have. They have definitely a better shot with their top, but you can't guarantee it. Starting goaltender, yeah, not their starting goaltender. Their starting goaltender is basically the leaky faucet of playoff goaltenders. Yeah, the guys he hasn't been great. Yeah, he has in not been good in the playoffs. Not a good playoff at all. Goalie. No, Shut I, mean, up, I, I Ryan. agree with you, but you, you still are idiot. starting goaltender. <laughs> God, you're dumb. I like to play devil's advocate. <laughs> Devil Ryan. Okay, what about Chicago? Chicago's they're on fire lately. I, just, I think they're too far back. Yeah, I just don't see them lasting out. I really don't. They're. I just can't see them making it that far either. They're, they're strong. Four points playing. back. Four points back, and they have to pass. Three teams. Well, they got Strom playing teams. with Debrinket again. Who's Debrinket? They're they're good. But oh, even that one game, great. even that one game where they were like doing so well, they still ended up losing like six to three. Yeah, here's what here's yeah. here's what. I yes, say. that I was say, against Boston, wasn't it? Yeah, they're still yeah. not at like that's the thing. Like the top, your top four teams with all this parity, they're saying right now, the top four teams in the NHL are probably really good. Yeah, everyone else is probably meh. meh. Yeah, like in the West, like I would say. I mean, even Dallas, uh, third in the central, I'm like, eh. Like, Dallas isn't going I would say Winnipeg, area. Nashville, San Jose, Calgary, Vegas all impress me. And then after that, I'm just like. I wouldn't even say Vegas, though. Vegas is. I'd, I'd say those I top Vegas four. Vegas decent. has been better, but I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything this year. They're uh, not going to repeat last year. Well, we'll see what they get at the trade deadline, I guess, too. But. Oh, my God. It's so dumb to. Like, that team's supposed that? to be building. No, no, no. It's not dumb to bet on that. It's just dumb to think that they'll. I don't think George McPhee is the guy you want making trades. Like, I think if you look at his trade history, he often is a loser. And I, feel, <laughs> I feel like you, you can laugh about it, but I feel he is a loser. Well, think about it. Like, did he really win the Pacioretty trade? Well, he gave up Tatar, but Tatar has been great for the ca- uh, Canadians. <laughs> Last year, he gave up was it three picks for Tatar? Tatar. He yeah. gave up how much to get? Uh, What's his name? But um, Breen and Ryan Reeves turned out well. Well, Reeves, okay, sure, Reeves signed there. For him. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to disagree right. with that. But, I mean, 
I think he'll always be judged by that Forsberg trade, like Philip Forsberg for uh, Martin Erat. Yeah, it was a bad one. But I mean, like, the, like I just and I look at his contracts, and he's he he pays that little bit more, just like Shirelli did. The only difference is, is George McPhee is a hundred percent a hockey man, and Shirelli wasn't. Shirelli was like a lawyer who liked hockey, and that's fine. I'm not shitting on him for that, but I'm saying like. I think George McPhee understands certain things a little bit better, but I also think he is just as bad at managing cap, and I think he's bad at trades. So I, I just can't see that. In a, in a new market where you have a chance to like still be good and continue growing that excellence, why waste it? Why, why, why pad, pad up a mediocre team? You're, never gonna, you're not better than the Sharks. You're not better than Calgary. Calgary. Well, I think Calgary is a li- playing a little bit above themselves. And they always have. They're but, starting to... Um, Regress a, a bit, bit on the decline right now, right. But. Yeah. and then I, I think Nashville, like honestly, like Nashville's so freaking good. Man. Yeah, like Nashville, oh, Winnipeg, and like San Jose are probably like your top three in the West, right? Yeah. Um, back to your question, Adam. If I had to pick, I would say St. Louis makes it. Okay. And Vancouver. I'll say Vancouver. Oh, wow. Good. Can I see the list again? Yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna go St. Louis and. Hmm. I know they're all so bad. It's just like, wow. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to pick. I, I would actually trust Vancouver to, to make it over that. Like if, if Minnesota didn't lose um, Koivu. I would think they would sneak in there. Yeah, yeah maybe I'm going to say. In, that's and they'd be garbage. And then what's-his-name's fired this year. And then he becomes the new head coach of the Oilers and turns Connor McDavid around. And, and then they win the cup next year. They win the cup. They win the cup in one year. Oh God, it was yeah. like, oh, they didn't waste <laughs> this year. <laughs> um, I'm going to say St. Louis and um, I want to say the Oilers, but I'm not going to. I wouldn't. No. Um, I'm gonna it, say have Chicago. you guys given up? Even if the, oh, I have. I have not. Six points back. I oh, have it, not given up. It does not matter. Yet. Look at but how two they, games in hand. They're easy games. They're easiest games in the schedule. Teams yeah. that were non-playoff games, they blew. And now they have a hard point in the schedule. They are closer no to seven. last place than to a wild card. There you are. And at the end of the day, I think it's just draft pick. It's not a good team anyway. As soon as he made the playoffs, what are they going to do? Get swept in the first? How is that better? Do hockey fans riot if they get the first overall pick? Probably. <laughs> I would argue that the le- I bet you the league at this point steps in. I have a theory, man. If you if you dump a ton of money into this league, you get a good draft pick. How is like how is it even picked? Like, is there people in place to make sure that Batman isn't just or whoever's picking the ball isn't just picking who they want? Like, there must well, be it's a, there it's must a be ball enough. combo. It's a combination of balls. But like, who right? sees them actually? pick those it's uh, in like, a the room. gms like I no, mean, GMs no gms skip do because not because it's it's all it is bill, they, they do videotape it though. bill daly oh do they do videotape yeah they videotape it uh, or no or it's colin they campbell were, they Sorry, colin it, campbell and a group of them are in there and they do the ball because there's a thing that said if they hadn't done the one ball thing the one way buffalo would have got mcdavid or if and if it had come out the way that it did uh the year winnipeg jumped up if that had actually occurred the year mcdavid was in the draft carolina would have had him there was a thing on TS, or TSN of Sportsnet about it. TSN's gotten to garbage, I say that too. I really do mean that. I feel like they've become the tabloid news of hockey. 
They're the National Enquirer. Well, they gotta get something to watch them because they don't have any hockey games on. They have all those Ottawa Senators games that they bid money it's on. Like every Leaf game they have is blacked out. So I'm well, it's because I thought they lost the Leafs contract. I thought it went straight over to Rogers. No. They have some Leaf games, but they're all local. Yeah, yeah. they're not the national. They're games. blacked out. It's awful. Yeah, it's brutal. I hate blacked out. Stupid. Oh, it frustrates me. Yeah, you want to grow the game, and then that shit happens. Well, it's because they want people to buy like the. What's that? Ice. I want you to buy ice. Well, yeah. But center ice blocks out games that are blocked out to you in a lot of ways too. So if you were no, you're supposed to be able to watch all the blocked out games. No, you have no, to sometimes you, find in regional uh, areas. Like for me to buy, if I'm an Oilers fan, yeah. there's no point to me Oilers, to buy. The there's no point to me to buy center ice because those games will be expected that I pay instead and get Sportsnet. And you might be able to get them on a different feed, the the occasional times, right? But if you're playing Calgary, Edmonton versus Calgary, you're gonna be blacked out in both regions. You won't be able to watch that game with center ice. Whereas, and that's going to be the same with like Vancouver. It's going to be the same with any of those, yeah. pretty much any of the Canadian teams. But you could get center right. ice and watch your Leafs games. Right. Like that would work for you because we're not in that region. Mm. I, I did it when I lived in Toronto. Yeah. And I watch. It's expensive. I looked it. into you it for digital. a gift for my dad. Oh, dude, it is. crap, that's expensive. The digital isn't too, too bad though. And it's good quality. Yeah. And you can run through an Android Is it just box. games or do they have like other programming on there? Like you can watch old no, games, videos. classic games. Yeah, there's old and there's old videos on it for like if your team, for example, does like an interview thing. Like the Oilers always have like a a post game conference or a, like some commentary. All that's available on it. Well, you can you can watch so like, like old playoff series. If I go to old, like, there's tons here and just look at it right now. This is the Powered by Rogers app. These are the two games on right now. Oilers, Pens, Ducks, whatever. But it won't let me watch this one. But I can sometimes watch it on the feed. But you can watch old games, like you said. Like, But I don't know why you would want to. But then you have you indoor watch, clips, like, stuff on hometown teams, Oilers today. Uh, if I switch my team and let's say I go to the Winnipeg Jets, and I scroll down, I can watch the MTS stuff, different things about uh, managing tickets and gear. How to get to the, the arena. So, pretty cool stuff. Like, it changes for every team. Depends what the team puts out. Columbus, for example, has condensed games for you to watch. The Zamboni race between Steely Steamer, Stanley Steamer, Jesus. Coda Puck Shuffle, Ohio Health. Lots of fun things you can do with the Blue Jackets account. But, anyways, huh. that's my point is, is that there's a bunch of different media Intermission shows and stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's next there, Adam? Um, okay, so since we've done the West, uh, who's going to make it in the East? Oh, uh, we got Montreal in the first wild card spot yeah, with 69 points. Pittsburgh with 65. Carolina with 64. Buffalo, 63. And then there's the drop at Philly with 59, and then a larger drop to 56. Wow. With I'm going to say Montreal, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's getting there. two points tonight, so that'll help them. <laughs> I'll say Montreal, Pittsburgh stay. I do too. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't see that moving. Good for Buffalo though. Super hard. They they were in it for a while. Carolina once again like so close, but Carolina is just Carolina. I mean, they're the Oilers. I mean, they're right the there. I mean, it could happen, but actually, they're better than the I Oilers. just Montreal's been very surprisingly good this year. Montreal's really a surprise, but aren't they the team that's potentially playing above themselves? Yeah, it's interesting because you got guys like Max Domi and Jonathan Drouin who really have have been pretty impact players at times but not consistently and this year they've been playing pretty damn good they found some chemistry together yeah yeah 
And, and then Carey uh, Price has been playing like Carey Price. And with the healthy Shea Weber. Shea Weber came back. Shea yeah. Weber, like really that team, well, Shea, Shea Weber helped a lot, but Carey Price is really the thing. Yeah. Carey Price can make that. It's like Gibson. But like they're that, a terrible te- team, they're, okay. they're, they're that one team that like has some skill, but not a lot of it, but like they give it 110% like every yeah. game, like every shift they're, they're flying out there. No, they're fun. They're And that's a pretty interesting if you consider what people thought of Claude Julien as a coach, how he's took a young group and made them play completely different. I think that's awesome. I'm I'm happy they're I mean but any uh, yeah. any Canadian even though like you but, know they're a rival, any Canadian team in the playoffs I'm happy. Are they that team though that next year all of a sudden is awful? Could be. You know, like playing above themselves. But I think especially people, if like Shea, how long's Shea Weber's contract for? Like if yeah, you know was, he's getting up there in age as soon as he starts declining. He's like, already getting injured the all the time. Yeah. We, we could say the same about the Ottawa Senators. Well, here's oh, a question God, for you, the Ottawa are Senators. Those teams, are Ottawa they could lose. Too high? <laughs> Ottawa well, could lose their top three forwards. Shane Stone and Zingle. Dezingle. Dezingle. They could lose all three this yeah. year. And, and the first overall draft. And the first overall is given to Colorado. Oh my God! I mean, it worked out what? well for Boston when they got all those draft picks. What a mess! That's a Melnyaki situation. <laughs> what I a think. Mess. Uh, I think it's interesting though. Like, Ottawa should probably let go of those guys. Like, Duchesne wants to stay there, but he wants to win, and I think he knows it's not going to happen there. But I don't know where Duchesne goes for the amount of money he's going to want, and he yeah. wins anyways. Ooh. Sorry, Shea Weber, eight more years, like or seven more years after this year. He's not going to last that long. He's just seven point eight six mil per year. Right, it's a bad contract. Uh, he's thirty three already. Yeah, he's not going to play that long. So you're oh going to have. Oh my god, that's totally he's forty. And how he's much going until he's almost forty years old? And how much is no, it? Almost 40. eight. Almost he eight mil. 40, yeah, eight mil. Almost yeah. eight mil. So he's going to have to have like a Chris Pronger situation where he gets injured for the only way to get some relief from that. Yikes. So I don't know, uh, but I think the thing is with Montreal. I just yeah, I just can't see them being good again next year automatically. But you never know. There's always a surprise team, is right? It, Every other surprise Price? team. There's like a Cinderella team even in the playoffs. Like look at Ottawa. Otto, yeah. Ottawa was one game away Two from years. going to the Stanley Cup final, and then now look at them now. Like yeah. it's you know, they, yeah. Like that's the thing. Like we said, like there's. I think part of it is is that we have to we as fans have to adjust our expectations to be more realistic to yeah. the new NHL is we're, we don't know what the new NHL looks like but to me what it looks like is you have four good teams that are there for a while mm-hmm. and every other team is just a mis- mishmash yeah. like your wild card really starts at, at probably five or six and, and within there it can jump around and then that's what playoffs are going to look like for a while and your team once it's not a top team literally goes straight to the bottom it's going to be more like junior hockey where you're in it or you're out of it, and then you have a couple quick years to rebuild and get right. back in. But it's it. a quick rebuild now. Like it, it doesn't take it doesn't take five, six years anymore. And that's now what it's you're like two, seeing, three yeah. years, and now you're back into it if you rebuild properly. Yeah. Or if well, it's just like it's yeah, it's changing on the fly, but it's tough. Like a lot of teams have good pieces, but that doesn't mean like I mean Ottawa has some good pizza pieces here, but they are going to lose a bunch of those things too, which could help them be a good team. So I I really don't know. I don't know what you do, but I think to expect them to be good to expect guys to come in from the draft and be ready to play automatically like who did uh who did detroit draft this year player that fell to them uh pa- that? that's not pavel zaka it was um it started with a z uh geez but he was zadina, zadina yes pavel yeah. zadina so he was someone who came in people were like oh this guy's gonna be amazing he wasn't ready to play this year no you know and that's okay yeah and like but you know top 10 pick somebody can come like like look at someone like Pasternak comes in late 
dominant player. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You I was have to with the, really do your homework. What's uh, Nashville's big uh, prospect, uh, Tolvanen, or however you say his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he wasn't ready this year either, right? No, oh. and everyone thought he was going to be. Yeah. And so, and even, like, you look at the guys you did hear about, like, first overall draft pick, Rasmus Dahlin. He's not even in the conversation for Calder this year. Uh, no. He's, he's, he's going to be one of the finalists. Good. He'll be one of the finalists for it. I think he's second in scoring for Calder, as and he's a defenseman. Is he there? Not, yeah. I haven't heard. Yeah, he's been. Yeah, no, he, he's he been he doing thirty well. some points. He's been doing good. He's yeah. still not going to get it though. No, it's, it's going to be Pedersen. But then the other one was the guy from Dallas, right? Like there's Heiskanen. Like, Heiskanen, yeah. Heiskanen. So like, the way you look at it, like, I don't know. It's just I think it's the and Andreas Johnson is tied with. Uh, well, last I saw, he was tied with Dolene for second among Calder. But there you go, right? Like, Although he's probably second now because he's been on a bit of a streak. The thing is, is that guys come into it in their own, and they have different career links and everything. And it's just, but I think our expectations are so high, and I think part of it is that we as Canadians haven't had a real winner since '93. Yeah, we're thirsting for it. We've been yeah. so close, number of years. Oh, Calgary, Calgary Winnipeg, Ottawa, Ottawa, Ottawa was oh, yeah. probably the, yeah, the worst right. ones though because I think they got beaten six games or five oh, like, yeah they got swept I thought yeah, and those years. those are the only three within the last what ten years no twelve oh Vancouver Vancouver yeah Vancouver but it's 2010 been, it's been a right? hard decade for Canada in the playoffs and even like look at we got close with Winnipeg and that was just like last yeah year. Winnipeg like, getting to the conference, conference finals. finals conference finals was a huge huge thing. yeah and then Winnipeg's Winnipeg's good. good They'll get there They're again. not as good as they were last They're year. They're not as good as they were. And last that's year. the thing. Like line has dropped off. They but need it, a third it'll be line between, center. It'll be. It'll probably but, be between them and Nashville. So who goes to the division final? Right? You know. And that's, right now, I wouldn't you think Nash? Well, I don't. I would say have Nashville, points, but, but I think I Nashville's a better team. I don't know, man. I I think Nashville is a better team, but I also think that like Winnipeg still has character players that step up. Like look at Kyle Connor. He's been a. Uh, a silent killer at times. Yeah, if Line can actually look at Patrick Line silently yeah. being Oh, I know. And he, he, like if Line can get this, this is Luch not helping assistant. his contract talks at no. all. No. He's been a very wishy-washy player. All He's one year. of those players that has like those great career years. And then just drops off immensely. It's and if that's streaky. like the maybe yeah, he's hoping oh. they'll trade him. No, I'd not play here. Trade. <laughs> no, not, not, not good trade. <laughs> I'd like to play with Connor McDavid. He's a bad accent. Yeah, let's hear your Finnish accent. Well, I have no right. idea. But yeah, I'm not shut doing up, that Russian accent shut either. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> The wild and crazy <laughs> guys. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, of course, I, of I just want to play with Polly Arby. It's just European in general. Yeah, Ryan, that's actually, I, I like Adam's Your face is getting, Adam wins. Your face is getting so red, Ryan. Adam wins. Your face is getting so red, it's unbelievable. Thank you, thank you. I like it to win the game. <laughs> Turn to Italian. <laughs> I like it to win the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, this has been great, guys. No, it's been an awful episode. Let's be honest. <laughs> so what happens when you don't get to record one in like six weeks. It's it like, is awful because we didn't even talk about the Leafs, and there's been like Matthews no, contract. No, we've talked enough about and it. Jake Muzzin. Oh, yeah, we, we should talk about Actually. the Matthews contract. I think you can't have a show and not talk. Okay, about so here we go. Time. We have Matthews. Adam didn't put it on his list. Matthews is signed for. Well, I forgot what what all five we years. Really. Five, five years, years at eleven yeah. mil. Eleven point six three. Okay, and it's. I believe it's bonus loaded. Or they all are now. Yeah. Right? And Until the new CBA where they take that away or something. Look at that. That's a huge win for Matthews, in my opinion, and not for the Leafs. And things are not looking the way okay, that hey, why is that? Why is that a win for Matthews but not the Leafs? 
Well, he gets shorter term. He gets more time to bet on himself. And when his contract runs out, that salary cap is going to be higher. He'll be able to get more money quicker. And especially with a player like him. If he And he might have the option to move if he wants. If he can if he continues on his current trend, then when that contract's done, he will be worth a lot of money and he'll yep. get paid. Yeah. But I think you have to look at that contract and say what how are, what are they thinking? And what are they thinking is is that their time, their rebuild is done. They're their betting time they is have now. a window. They, they have, have a window of two five, three six year years. window. Yeah. Basically, I, as long as that contract is, that's their window. Well, I don't, I don't even know if I believe that. I, I, I actually, I'm not sure. I think once Riley, that year that Riley and Kadri are up for UFA Kadri at the same goes, year, yeah. I think that's when you start losing some key right. depth pieces. Well, I, well, that's what I mean. Like, I think in a, so in I think a couple, like four years. a couple years, you're gonna start looking like this core right now has got this year, probably next year. And then after that, you're going to be like, ah, oh, we got to move. No, they got here. another. Actually, it'll be you have next to year. We'll, next year they'll be tight, but then after the year after that, they're got like they'll have Matthews or um, uh, Marlowe's contract off the books, and they'll have Nathan Horden's contract off the books, which will free up eleven mil. But that that money spent will be spent anyways. Absolutely. Like like you you're acting like I I know what everyone's saying, but that money is already applied to your LTIR. You're already spending that money. That like Nathan Horton isn't like some something sitting there eating your books away, where you're like oh, I can't kind no, of play her because I but have you him. Can't, like, so you can't go over. You can't go right. over before the season starts, right? And then you can put him, and then you can put him on LTIR after. Yeah, you can go ten percent. What that is is that doesn't help them this off season, right? So Correct. That's, that's you're right. over okay, five million. That, sorry, I thought you were talking about it in terms of like. No, yeah. I'm just talking in terms of being able to build. So. This offseason is going to be very tight, and it's going to be very interesting to see how Dubas makes this all work. 12 mil, Marner, um, six years. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and you know what? That's another huge point to really consider, is that Marner's up next. It doesn't sound like it's going to be any easier. He's, he's, not, going, he's not going to take a, a deal. Like, no, no one else took no a deal. No way, and he shouldn't. No, and why right. should he take a deal when Matthews didn't take a deal, Nylander didn't take a deal? Right. Matthews, the only person that Matthews, took a deal. I think, took, like, Matthews he, he took, took a million-dollar deal. He took... He, he could make McDavid's money based on the new cap yeah. and his numbers. He so could. like he took less than what he could have gotten if he if he was like, No, I want eight years. You know, he was looking at like fourteen million yeah. per year. If it was eight years, his contract would have been heavier than McDavid's. Right. That's true. So, yes. And that kills teams. Yeah, and, and the Leafs couldn't afford that because they have too many start like they have Tavares. Tavares took a deal at eleven. And then obviously mil. Uh, like I said, uh, Marlowe's contract is hindering them. And they just don't have room for all of that. I was really hoping, like, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm fine with the number. Like, I, I was thinking he'd be about 11.5. So I'm fine with the number. But the, I was really hoping to be six years. Because then at six years, Tavares' contract comes off the books and you're okay. But the way it's all set up now is Nylander and, you, and Matthews. You have to resign to Matthews be, while you still have. Yeah. You're, and you're going to have Matthews and, and Nylander's contract ending at the same time, and Tavares's 11 million is still going to be on the books. Yeah. I I don't think anyone really thinks Nylander is going to be there at the end of his contract. At that point, he's gone. So here's the I question: think He's probably gone in four. It, here's personally. the question for you about Nylander: If his numbers continue to produce as they are now, like I don't think they will. I, I imagine this year he's, is, uh, he's started he's, to produce he's, more. He's starting actually, to pick it up. Bit. There's literally an article about Babcock saying he does not deserve to play with Matthews until he starts playing better. Literally today on Sportsnet. Yeah, Babcock so, says a lot of things. But my point is, is this: you sound like you sound like my Commodore. Yeah. Uh, Babcock yeah. also <laughs> still Babcock also still brings Ron Hainsey out to play with O'Reilly, even though they have Muzzin. Anyways, um, continue. But yeah, but you can spray Muzzin down the line. Anyways, uh, 
the, I think the thing is though is that you know he's he's going to be the first guy to go and the hope is is that his numbers are better because if they're not then he's not worth that million I really feel like him signing that big contract and waiting out put probably too much pressure on his own shoulders to start this year oh for sure like if he had just signed even like for less for earlier he probably wouldn't have struggled as much this season that's just an ostrich but I think Matthews the Matthews contract is smart in the sense of for the Leafs in the sense of we believe we can win now and we'll worry about the future now, but you're yep. you're re- really you're sacrificing the future because the truth is is when it's time, if, when it's time you're back into like holy crap, and, how are and we you, gonna make the solve? And it? you have no leverage. Yeah, you oh, lost no, all your no leverage. leverage. He's, no. He can be like, I'll go to Arizona. I'll go anywhere else. Everyone says Arizona, but they won't have a team by then. Um, <laughs> so you're like, I'll go anywhere else. It'll and be Quebec at that point in time. And he and he'll <laughs> be able to. And I think if he really loves it there and things are going well, he'll sign. Yeah, but then they're going to pay full price yeah. and that'll be the hard but part. I agree I think Dubas is just this is our time now um, yeah I think they have this year and three more years after and then after that yeah Riley and Kadri are up at the same time they're going to probably lose Kadri you can hopefully you start, have a third then you start you start them. losing you can depending on who they're able to bring up right but like Kadri look at Pittsburgh when they had Jordan Stahl that's when they were really good as soon as they lost Jordan Stahl uh, they struggled for a while. Who did they trade Stall for again? I don't even remember. Who, which Stall? Jordan. Jordan. They traded him Ooh. to Carolina. They had Crosby, Malkin, Jordan Stall. That was the best three, 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 one, two, three punch. Yeah. And they got to the Cup two years in a row. They won the second year. They were dominant, and then they lost Jordan Stall. But didn't they trade Jordan Stall because they weren't going to be able to pay him? It's because yes, he, I, yeah. yeah. And he wanted they, he more. Wanted he wasn't more money. happy with his playing yeah, time. Yeah, he wanted more money. But they're going to lose Kadri for the same reason. He's going to want more. He's going to want more money, but they're not going to pay him more money. And he's going to walk in four, in four years. But the weird part is, is like, Kadri, I think, was stuck in that time where it's like, you used to get paid at the end of your career, and now it's switched to pay at the start of your career. So I, I don't think money is going to be there as much for those old players anymore. I think guys will be like, I deserve six mil, and they'll be like, guys your age make four mil. Guys doing your job make four mil. You're expendable. Goodbye. And I think that's what's going to actually happen starting in the future. Watch it, because once you're older, you're a liability, which sounds stupid, but it's true. Yeah. Very few guys will have long careers anymore. And in terms of Marner, I could see I I think it's going to be a bridge, like a one or two year deal, at like with Marner. With Marner, I think it's going to be one or two years at like ten mil, and or nine mil even if it's that low, or that a uh, few years. And and that way Marlowe's contract's gone, and then they can afford to give him some more money because they can't, they won't be able to afford to give him. Agreed. Uh, more than ten million. A year, like I just don't see how they could do it. It's already going to be tight if they give them ten, ten point five. Well, they're looking right now the way everyone talks about it. They'll have forty million and four players. It's it's insane. But that's okay. You can you'll have two yeah. lines of legit scorers. You know, like literally their second line could be a top line on most teams. So you're, if as long as your top two lines are producing points, yeah. you're out of Marlowe's contract in a year. You can sp- yeah. as long as your bottom two lines don't bleed points, it's that. No. But your defense is in, and Freddie Anderson, whether you love him or not, he's eventually going to burn down. Yeah, he like you're hoping many, he eventually takes too many Garrett shots. Sparks can take over at some point, and then maybe he hasn't really been what be, everyone was hoping. Uh, Ian Scott, right? Yeah, but that's further down. Ian Scott will be but, good, man. I mean, yeah, you you can basically see, you know, this is their window, this is their time, they're going for it. And I was watching um, the Steve Dangle podcast. Gross. And you don't like the Steve Dangle? I, I, I love the Steve Dangle. I don't Dangle. watch it because it's love Serrano Steve stuff. So. Oh, it's, they're so good. Um, anyways. Like, I love you, Adam Wilde. Oh, see, so you do watch it. I know who they are. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I, I subscribe to it. Adam forces it down your oh, throat. I love day. it. Anyways, he made a good point in that Five years is a long time. Agreed. It really is. 
and they went over the like the Leafs <coughs> roster five years ago, and I was like, holy crap, I, I forgot half of these players. Sports changes so much so quickly yeah. from year to year. And you don't know what the salary cap's going to be in five years. You're going to have a new NHL yep. team. You're going to have new TV deals. You're going to have a new CBA. Um, it could be exponentially bigger, and all of a sudden five years comes, and you know what? It's not such a big deal. There's lots of cap space. You don't know. Yeah. It's probably not going to happen. Like I said, I wish it was six years because then by that point you could just say, okay, thanks, Tavares, see ya, and give Mar- or give uh, Matthews his elite money because he'll probably deserve it and move on from Tavares at that point. Or, yeah. or, 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 give, or give Tavares. Or, or maybe he takes a stick to the eye and he's done. Yeah. Like so much can happen. Yeah. Well, and that's probably what's going to happen. They're yeah. going to have to trade Tavares or, but look or at something. Like, but. If you look at like McDavid, for example, McDavid at the end of his eight-year contract, let's say he goes a whole eight or even gets traded in the last year, will have played for the Oilers longer than Wayne Gretzky ever did. Like that's nuts to think about. How long did Gretzky play for them? Uh, 80, what, two? They came in... 80 to 70 no 79 no, 80, 80 80 he won 89. four cups didn't he Nine or years. was it three cups with them he won four cups four cups with them he was not there for the fifth he was not there for the fifth no so Do you guys think with this contract for matthews that will set a precedent for the new for the rest of the rfas this you year? you know what i'm going to tell you something every time someone signs a contract that sets a precedent that's all that's been talked about like do you, do you, you know, see I, the rest of the RFAs all signing five-year deals? Not necessarily. I, I think the bigger change was John Tavares signing with the Leafs because there used to be this lock-in of loyalty amongst those elite yeah, guys. And right. when he was like, no, I'm going, I'm following my dreams, guys are like, well, I can go wherever I want. Why not? Right? Like, R, RFAs are a little different. I know that. RFAs are, but I mean like – UFAs. But, but this, I'm, I'm, to get to my point though, if I'm an RFA, uh-huh. I can – bid my contract on five years knowing that I can go wherever I want right. after. Oh, so, I see what you're saying. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So if so that that ability to be the free man to, to go where you want might oh, become God. more precedent. And the fact is the, <laughs> I'm just thinking NBA. But I'm like, at, please oh, no. But it is. That's exactly how it's going. And the other problem yeah, that's occurring NBA is bad. If you look oh. at it, the long term contracts, the eight year contracts bury your team for probably two years. The Chicago, as soon as they signed their ten mil, buried their team. Look at how like Kessler and um, what's his name? Kessler and Getzlaff make almost twenty million, and they're struggling. So once those contracts become worth less over time, then those teams get good again. Like that's yeah. what's happening with the new, the way the new NHL is going to be. You would think though, with signing such young players, I mean, you're betting on them, and it could, a it's a risk, right? Thing, yeah. But I mean, you you sign them for eight years, you you're trying to lock them up for a long time and by like you said the eighth seventh eighth year it's a steal of a deal yeah but if the con if it goes up every year and mcdavid's making 12 mil and the new guy in the league's making 25 yeah he's a steal of a deal yeah like the least i think the least situation was unique in in because of the calorie the salary cap for them next year like some teams can afford to pay a big amount for eight years Another, if he was in another team, if they hadn't signed John Tavares, yeah. he would have the eight-year deal oh, at, yeah. full, at full mount. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what other RFAs do. Like, if, if a bunch of RFAs take eight-year deals at, at team-friendly deals, I wonder if uh, Dubas will be looked at it in a different light. Maybe. In terms of, like, hey, like, you're not playing hardball enough with these players. You're... Just giving them what they want. Old GMs were already pissy about the contract, but they well, I've had, heard at, Burke. at the end of the day, Burke, you know, Burke made some awful trades too, and Burke made some awful signings too. So it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky animal. If you can if you can get out of Andrew Raycroft as your goaltender, there's always <laughs> something to happen. <laughs> oh, God, Raycroft for, uh, for uh, Rask. Go, oh, horrible trade. Go look at the Oilers team under Pat Quinn. There is not, there's hardly a legit NHLer on that team. Hardly a legit NHLer. You know, so so crazy times. Anyways, <laughs> we're over an hour. I think that's probably enough for us. That was a fun time. Yeah, it was yeah. good, guys. So congrats to everyone. Uh, Oilers are losing, so we all kind of knew that was going to happen. But um, hopefully, we can get another one of these in. Let's get a high draft pick here. And uh, the trade deadline's coming up, so hopefully at least around trade deadline. Yeah, the trade deadline will do one, like a breakdown episode or an angry that one. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, even if it's right after. Yeah, could be or some maybe big games. A, maybe see what anything happens this week. Maybe the end of this week. Not this week, but like the week coming. On the break here. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, at the end yeah, of yeah. the break. You never know. Ryan's working full-time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. All right. I'm not uh, like you teachers. Get all yeah. these days off. It's How many days do you get off? I need them, man. I'm tired. Five. Same. Oh, I hate all of you. That's okay. I'm just gonna go sit. Come visit me. I'm just gonna go to the mountains. Come visit me at work. Sit in the mountains. See a grizzly. Where are you going? I'm gonna go to uh, uh, Calgary for the week. Oh, nice. I'm going to Greenwater. Uh, Is the weather better there than here? Uh, It's warming up to minus seven. Oh, that's tropical. So it will be nice. Go go hike in the mountains for a day. For those listening that don't know, we've had like minus forty degrees Celsius weather here. Yeah, it's been about average. Minus forty. Like that's it has been for like a month. Yeah, it's actually to the point where you just need to get outside, but you can't. No, it's my dog is just miserable. Boy, if people with dogs are here, it's they're having awful time too, because they, they can't miserable. be outside. And no. I can't take. I, yeah, I can't no, their paws. Their paws. What you do? Go to the. Go to, he's a. <laughs> he's a huge like, it, and like he, he's getting fatter. I've had to cut down <laughs> the amount of food, food that I'm getting because I have to cut the calories. But uh, like, and he he's. He's a he's an obese dog right now. Yeah. yeah, he's an obese dog right now. And uh, but there's nothing I can do because it's so cold, it's so damn icy yeah. that if he sees another dog, I'll be skiing. Today was the first morning I woke up and there was an extreme cold uh, warning it's on minus twenty one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, Archimedes, want to go for a walk? And like, it was like a look of disbelief on his face, like he forgot what that was. Yeah. And then you took him for a walk, I and did. halfway through it was minus thirty. It got a little colder as I was minus going. 26, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> minus 26. Yeah, it was unreal. And then it got to minus 30 again as the sun rose. Like, it's completely brutal. And utter, like, we are the new Siberia. It's awful. It's, Horrible. It's been rough. It's been a, a wild three weeks. <coughs> yeah, and my school's starting a polar bear club right now. I'm Adam. I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Baron. And I'm Adam. And I'm Adam. I'm Adam. I'm Baron. I'm Ryan. I'm Ryan. I'm I'm done. I'm Bob. I'm out of here too. <laughs> All, All right. right. Have a good night. See you guys. Bye.